one, as you can tell by the title, this is a different episode from me. I talked about this on social media about taking a break, walking away from the podcast for a while, but I know there are some people who maybe don't follow me on social media, don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram. They may not have seen any of those posts. They may not see the post on my website. I wrote it at a moment when I had really hit a wall. And I knew instinctively inside myself that I had to walk away from this for a while from the podcast. As I record this, it's late 2021. I've done this podcast for five years. I've done over 100 episodes. I did quite a few episodes in 2020 and 2021 when a lot of things started to happen in my life. And I thought I could keep on. I thought that doing the podcast would give me an outlet to talk about things, but there came a point when my life has just become too difficult for me to sustain creating episodes. I talked about this on social media. I made like this announcement and I did a post on my website. I didn't go in depth with a lot of things. I just knew that I had to stop for a while. And I didn't know how to articulate it. I didn't know what exactly to say, how much to share, if anybody would even care. This is not a big podcast. I don't get a lot of downloads or a lot of attention. I am nobody (laughs) for the most part in the film world or in the larger world. So I knew inside myself that I had to stop doing this for more than just a few months. I will say right now I have no idea when I will create more episodes, or if I will create more episodes. I honestly just don't know. That's a hard thing for me to say after five years of putting my heart, my soul, so much of myself into these episodes. As those of you who have listened to a few have probably picked up on, cinema is really personal for me and emotional, and all art is personal and emotional for me. I can't talk about it without talking about the way that it affects me. But there comes a point when your life just becomes too overwhelming. In 2020, my mom's health started to decline and it's still not good. I am a caregiver for her. I take care of her. I also work. On top of that, I try to take care of the house. I have a lot on me just on the practical, material, everyday, my everyday life of like physically what I have to do, the stress, the pressure, the weight that is on me. And there comes a point when you don't have the time. There isn't time in my life right now to do these episodes the way that I would want to do them with proper research, thought out, you know, heartfelt things to say, smart things to say, interesting things to say. I don't want to just do episodes half-assed with no real contribution to make and no thoughts to say about something. I want it to sound good. I want it to be edited properly. People who don't have a podcast and haven't done one have no idea the work and effort and time that goes into sustaining one, particularly if you're hosting it by yourself and doing everything on your own. So I research the films. I watch them I record the episode, I have to edit them, I have to do social media, and the editing part's very tedious and can take hours for me to go through an episode, get rid of the yes and the ums and the deep breaths and just all kinds of stuff like that so that it sounds decent. (laughs) It sounds, I mean, it's not going to sound like the best podcast ever, but I do have pride 
I do want to have integrity. I don't want to put out something that doesn't meet a certain quality for me personally. So there came a point when I couldn't do that. I, it started to take over any extra time that I had in my life. I take care of my mom. I work, take care of the house. I take care of my dog, Zoe. Like I have a million things to do every day. I struggle with my own mental and physical health issues as well. I just got resentful. I started to get resentful that any extra time I had was being put into the podcast and that I never had time to do anything else because I have to edit or I have to research or I have to record. And when your life starts to get overtaken by something, when it becomes more than just a hobby and you feel this obligation to it, there can be a resentment that starts to form, particularly if your free time is already limited. In the past, I wasn't taking care of my mom and I did have more free time. I talked about some of this in my episode about a more by Michael Haneke and what happened with my mom's health. And 2022 is going to be just as difficult. She may have to go through some surgeries. It's stressful and I am scared. And I am anxious and I don't have a great support system in my real life. I have friends online, thankfully, but I don't have a great support system in my real life. And so I am worried about the future. I am worried about my life. It's very precarious at times. I just don't have time for this anymore. That's just the simplest explanation. And I wish it were different. If I had a different life and different responsibilities, there would be that time just like there was in the past, but things change and sometimes life gets more difficult and life becomes more of a struggle and I need my free time. I need to be able to restore myself, to regenerate myself. I need alone time. I need to be able to listen to music and read poetry and write and all these things that are crucial for me and I wasn't able to even do that because I had to create these episodes. And as much as I love them and enjoy them, there just isn't enough time sometimes. And you have to make choices and everything else is non-negotiable. I have to take care of my mom. I have to work. I can't reduce those things or take them away. The podcast was one of the few things where I can eliminate this one stress <laughs> from my life and having to do these episodes. It just started to feel more like an obligation or a chore or something I had to do as opposed to something that I wanted to do. And that was just because of the circumstances of my life and the less time that I've had. I don't know when that's going to change. I just don't know. With the stress on me and everything happening, it's just too much. And emotionally, I've had a difficult time the last two years. I will be honest about that. I'm a very vulnerable person. I'll always be honest. And when my mom's health started to decline in early 2020, even before the pandemic started, the life really started to drain out of me. I think it's really broken me in ways that I don't even fully understand right now. She was my primary emotional support. We were very close. We went through the loss of my dad when I was a teenager. We've been close with each other ever since then. And she's been my best friend and my primary emotional support. And then once her health started to go down and I had to start taking care of her and her mobility is extremely limited. And I started to watch her suffer. I started to watch her go through pain. I started to feel very powerless and helpless with that. And she's doing her best just to survive her pain and what she's going through that 
I don't have that emotional support from her in the same way, nor do I expect it because she has to get through each day. I have to be there for her. I have to give her all of myself and give her that emotional and physical support and care that she needs. But when you become a caregiver, your needs can fall to the wayside. You can feel very neglected in that way and you can feel very lonely and alone and there's a lot of pressure and there's just all kinds of stuff and there's not a lot of help with it. It's a very difficult experience to watch someone you love suffer every day for over two years now or close to two years to not know if anything's going to help them, if it's going to get better. Yeah, the life drained out of me for sure. Like a light just was turned off inside of me and I feel like I've never been the same and I may never be the same person that I was. I feel like I've lost a lot. And then of course you add in the pandemic, that's been pretty traumatic to go through and to experience. That's definitely taken a lot from me. Very disillusioning, very frightening, huge sense of powerlessness, of shock, you know, at the world and the way people reacted to it. I talked about it in various episodes as it's been unfolding, but there got to a point when I couldn't really talk about it and I couldn't even really watch things about it. I think it became so so traumatic and frightening to me and I just felt numb. I think I got to a place with the pandemic where I just hit some numbness. And I think with my mom's health stuff, I think I've entered some numbness with that as well. Or maybe I'm like disassociating or disconnecting or something where it's like you're just in autopilot. Like, I just have to survive this. I just have to get through this as much as I can. It's a lot. So I'm changing and I'm going through stuff that I've never really gone through before. I debated about mentioning this, but it's part of my story and it's something that I've been struggling with. I met somebody online in late 2020. I developed really powerful and intense feelings for him and they were not reciprocated and I cared very deeply about this person and I connected to him in a way that I don't often connect to people. Just got really wrapped up in something that was very toxic to me and toxic to my soul and my spirit. And I share it because if anybody's listening and they're going through something similar, I would like to help those people. If you are in something that is very one-sided, where you have very deep feelings for somebody and you know that they're not reciprocated and they're not returned in that way and that you do not mean to that person what they mean to you. I would encourage you to extricate yourself from that situation. It's been very destabilizing for me. It's really precipitated sort of an unraveling in my life to feel so much for someone and and to realize that you don't mean anything to that person. I stayed in it too long. I was so desperate. I was so desperate for this person to like me and to be interested in me. We had a lot in common, loved talking to him, and I should have detached much sooner. I should have, um, not gotten as deep into it as I did. I shared a lot. I trusted. I opened up. It felt good to 
it felt good to connect to somebody and to meet somebody who um, I had so much in common with and I loved talking to, but I could tell it wasn't reciprocated and I just felt more and it was a very one-sided dynamic and those are never good. They're never good. And I've had trouble even talking about it because I feel just silly. (laughs) I feel foolish that I got wrapped up in it, that I felt so much for somebody and they didn't feel anything for me. It sort of crushed me in a lot of ways to feel all this for, for someone. And you just want this person to care about you. If somebody else who's listening to this is going through that, walk away from it. Walk away. Move on. Focus on people who reciprocate your sense of interest and care and concern and connection and possibly, you know, love and feelings. I felt a lot for this person, not just those romantic feelings, but admiration, connection, care in his life, you know, all these things. It was all mixed up for me, like his taste, like all kinds of things about him. It just wasn't mutual. And I held on too long (laughs) and I stayed too long in it and it cost me a lot emotionally and it affected me emotionally, but you can heal from it. You can let go. You can move on from it. I feel that. I feel that I can heal from it. I can't always heal from everything. I don't know if I'll ever heal from my father's death. I don't know if I'll heal from watching my mom suffer, but I do feel like I can heal from this and I can forgive myself. There is nothing to be ashamed of for connecting to someone, feeling something for somebody, caring about them, opening up, sharing, wanting that connection to another human being. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's nothing to be ashamed of if you do develop feelings for another person and it's not reciprocated. But just know that you do deserve for it to be mutual. You deserve for it to be returned. Whatever you give to another person, you deserve to receive that in return and to be treated with respect and kindness and compassion. I'm sharing it only as a way to possibly help other people. Like I couldn't see it when I was in it and it did so much damage to me because I just wanted somebody to like me. I wanted someone to care about me and then they didn't and then you feel bad about yourself and you you can spiral. It can be very toxic to your soul and um, it can make you feel bad about yourself and disconnect you from yourself. And so a lot of the work I'm trying to do is to reconnect with myself, get back to myself, find wholeness and find healing and know that I do deserve love and care and I deserve that whatever I give to someone, I deserve to receive it in return. And I am a good person and I, you know, I can't let someone not liking me or whatever, I can't let that tear me down. But I am very sensitive. I am very emotional. I don't often connect to other people very easily. And I deeply connected to this person and felt so much for him. And it's been very difficult for me. It's been a kind of unraveling. But you know what? The way I think about it is, yeah, I've been unraveled by that experience. You know, the desperation that it brought out in me. I've been unraveled by my mom's health issues, unraveled by the pandemic, unraveled by my father's death. Even now in 2022, it'll be 16 years and I lost him when I was 16. And so I'll have lived as long without him as I did with him. I'm thinking more about rituals and ways that 
I can honor him for that anniversary that's going to be really devastating for me. But you know, all of that's unraveled me. But what you can do, maybe if you've been unraveled too, that's why I'm sharing any of this is whoever's listening. I know it's been a tough few years for all of us. Some of you listening might have lost people. You might be in your own heartbreak. You might feel really lonely. And so you might feel unraveled. Maybe you feel destroyed even. I felt that too. So yeah, we get unraveled at times, but we can take those threads and we can weave them back together. We can weave those things back together. We can rebuild ourselves. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm in the process of trying to do. And I couldn't do that unless I walked away from the podcast for a while. And I needed, I need time. I need to reconnect with myself. I need to build myself up. I need to learn and grow. I need to love myself because that's what I've learned throughout this experience, all of them, but particularly the one with the person I deeply connected to is I have to love myself. I should never be desperate ever for somebody. And my worth should never be in somebody else's hands. We can't live that way. And I don't love myself enough or value myself enough. That's what, that's a big one I've learned. And I'm going to keep fighting every day to love myself and care for myself because I know I deserve it. So we take those threads that have unraveled and we can put them back together. We can weave them and know we're not going to be who we were before the unraveling. You're never going to go back to who you were before that trauma, that heartbreak, that loss, whatever, that rupture in your life. It will change you. It will hurt. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I am in pain over all of these things together. It will hurt, but you can take those threads and you can weave them back together. And you know what? You can add new threads as well. You can add friends and other connections and experiences and you can nourish yourself with beautiful things because yeah, I feel broken and I feel hurt and I feel so many things, so much heartbreak, right? And I could go to the darkness. I could drown in this. And I think in the past I would have. But because of this podcast, because of the kind people who have reached out to me and let me know that I've had an impact and that I matter, I do have some good friends, some good connections that I have found. Some of A lot of them are online, but that doesn't mean that they're any less meaningful. So I could go toward the darkness. I could drown. I could let this destroy me. All of these things happening, all of that. But I choose to not do that. I choose to fill my life with art and love and connection and beauty and all of the things that I am passionate about. I'm not ashamed to feel something for another person. I'm not ashamed that I tried to connect to somebody. I'm not ashamed to be who I am. I just have to love myself more. I know that. And so we can take these threads of ourselves and we can put them back together in some way. And we will create a new form and you will be different, but I'll be wiser and I'll be smarter and maybe I'll be stronger at times. I don't know. I still feel very lost. (laughs) I still feel very raw and vulnerable and all these things because I just struggle so much with certain issues and none of it's over. You know, my mom, I don't know what's going to happen with all her health stuff. I don't know. The future really frightens me. So I try to live in the moment. 
I try to live in the now and I just try to work on myself and I try to grow and I try to love myself and heal and work toward wholeness. I don't know if I'll ever achieve it, but for the first time in my life, it feels possible. As long as I stay on the right path and do the right things and connect to myself and keep connecting to other people. Yeah, life is dark and life is hard. And I've known that since I was a teenager. I didn't get a whole lot of time of wholeness <laughs> and joy and beauty until life kind of took everything from me, right? And I just lived in so much pain and so much darkness for so long. And the thing is, is that it's still happening and it's still going on. And the struggle does not just stop magically one day. I have to keep going and I have to keep surviving and I have to keep choosing love and connection even when it doesn't work out, even when it doesn't work out, even when you get hurt, even when you watch the people you love suffer. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't love and that we shouldn't try to find joy and that we shouldn't keep going and giving what we have and contributing because maybe these words will affect somebody else and help somebody else. Maybe someone else is a caregiver and they're struggling. Somebody's in a one-sided dynamic and they don't know what to do. And it feels too painful to let go and to move on. But here I am. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. You can do it. You can do it. And I'm going to keep trying to work on myself and care for myself and love myself. Reach out to the few people who love and care about me. There's not a lot of them, but there's enough. And I have a good circle. And I have a good few people who support and love me. And it's about focusing on the people who are there and who love you and care about you. And if you've got a few, you're luckier than most. And I know that. I know, and I know I'm fortunate to have a few really close people who are there for me and listen to me and put up with me, <laughs> put up with my emotional self. And I know there's some of you out there listening to these episodes and I'm not going to say goodbye. I don't know when I'll be back and I don't know if I come back what I'll be like or what I'll have to say. But for the past five years and over 100 episodes, it's been a real privilege to be part of some of your lives and to talk to you about films and to give you a different perspective on a film or maybe inspire you to watch a film you wouldn't have normally watched and maybe it's made you think about your own life and your own relationship to cinema. What a privilege and what an honor that I've been able to do that for a few years that a few people care about what I've got to say because I'm nobody <laughs> in the world but these are my thoughts. These are my feelings. This is my life. I have found it to be very life-affirming and beautiful and therapeutic to share my story with those of you who have listened and to share that story through cinema and through the films that I love and that I've watched. Don't worry about me. I will keep surviving and I will endure. I will rebuild myself. I will continue. I will keep sharing what I love. You can always find me on my social media accounts, on Instagram and Twitter in particular, where people put up with me. I'm not going anywhere necessarily, but I do have to take a break from this. And I know those of you listening understand that. I don't know when I'll be back, but don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing my best to get through all of this and to try to be stronger, to try to heal some, to try to go toward the light and go toward life and all of that. 
and I will be watching films. And I hope one day I can share some of my thoughts about them with you. And so if you're listening and you're in a dark time as well, just know you're not alone with that. I'm there with you. (laughs) I'm struggling too, but we're going to make it through. We are, and that's all we can do. So I really appreciate you listening to this. I know it was raw. I know it was honest. There were some things I needed to say, and hopefully in the future, on some other episodes, if I come back, maybe I can talk even more about some of these things, and I can make more sense out of them and share them, because I like sharing my life. I like using my experiences to connect and help other people. That's something that gives me a lot of meaning in my life. And there's nothing wrong with feeling. There's nothing wrong with being emotional. There's nothing wrong with opening yourself up to people. Sometimes it doesn't work out. And sometimes really painful things happen. But we have to keep going. And you have to find a way to save yourself and nourish yourself and know that you're worth everything. You have to believe it. And I'm trying to. I'm trying to believe that I'm a worthy person and that I'm lovable and I'm trying, you know, I'm just trying to get through some of these dark times and deal with these feelings and take care of my mom and not fall apart. I can't fall apart. I have her relying on me, right? I have to keep going and I have to strengthen myself and grow and I'm going to keep trying. I won't give up and I hope you won't either. I appreciate you listening. And I am done. I will stop here. Until next time, keep watching great films. Bye for now.